yeah. And then other thing is like really, yeah, going on events, going out. I mean, there's stuff online, I'm sure, as well. But going somewhere in person as well, it's, it's such important thing, at least for me. Hello, welcome to the Healing for Artists podcast. I'm your host, Helena Yasmin, and today we are joined by the wonderful actress, the all-singing, all-dancing, Anna. Hello, hello. Nice to be here. So tell us a little bit about yourself, because I know you have a show coming up, and we want to hear literally everything about it. That's great. Uh, so I am Anna, um, Anna Begovic. I, I came from Croatia and moved to England four years ago now. And uh, yes, now I'm doing a one-woman show, which is really, really exciting. I watched some other uh, one-woman show, one-woman shows, but um, I actually haven't seen anyone who was not from England, performing <laughs> a one-woman show. So I'm really kind of excited about that, to, to be that person. And, um, yeah, so I'm, now it's it's been... Uh, it's my first show after I left uh, drama school, which I just uh, recently finished my master's in acting for stage and screen. And I decided to go on this journey of putting a one-woman show <laughs> yeah wow 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 so tell me a little bit about your drama school experience like did you go did you do a BA I know that you just went to Central and did a Shakespeare course so yeah I did that as well uh, well before that I actually was in Kent in Canterbury mm-hmm. I did BA in drama there so, yeah, once I moved to England, I immediately went to the drama uh, course. Um, so that was three years there. Uh, BA drama course was really like uh, like a diverse and versatile program mm. where we focused not just on acting, but also had directing experience, some uh, dramaturgy work and mm-hmm. uh, like also how to put on your own kind of production but it was like a group process oh, really yeah yeah what was so, a good like yeah. um what was your favorite group production that you did because I find it quite interesting that your course did also like acting but mixed with directing and yeah. dramatic so like lots of different disciplines like that must have been very very helpful especially for what you're doing now like Yes, yeah, um, I would say so, and I'm really glad that I had opportunity to explore so many kind of different uh, disciplines. Um, so, actually, first year when I arrived, they just gave us some photos. Mm. It was very creative, and uh, we had to choose, um, like, whichever photos we wanted and make a story from the photography mm. uh, that we will find. Um, and there was this project, so as a group, we wanted to tell different stories in one. And I remember I was like, wow, this is, um, yeah, I can do anything. So I actually chose a bit political <laughs> theme. <laughs> yeah. So I added a little, little bit of that, um, but because it was, it's a, 
everyone was from different country, and we also kind of wanted to tell the story about everyone coming from from different culture, and uh, so that was also mm. in our performance. So I really like that. I like um, when in theater you can see different cultures as well and uh, different nationalities and stories about that. Mm, do you feel like you also in your work want to bring your own culture into the pieces that you make or do you feel like there's pressure to do that or is it just something that you naturally as a theatre maker want to do? Uh, it's something that I want to do and so now in my one woman show Bloody Influencers <laughs> I I obviously the character that I, that I created is very different than, than me. However, I kept uh, the nationality because I wanted to, in other characters' stories, still tell um, a bit of story or at least have some some kind of um, part of life of an immigrant as well in it. Um, yeah, even though it's all it's more like a you know like a comedy dark comedy and there are lots of jokes uh, and humor about being an influencer but I, but that influencer is actually um, an immigrant from Croatia who comes to, to England and um, uh, then gets into that influencer social media life hmm. <laughs> so yes I do like to add that in my own um, in my own theater as well. Mm. Um, yeah, if I, quite opposite, I more feel pressured to be British. If, if, really? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's more. Yeah, it's it, when you're here. I feel like you know it's more demanding that there are more roles for people with the oh, British accent. So yeah. I feel like more pressured to do that than rather than keep my own accent. <laughs> how how does that feel like when you go to these auditions and you're expected to be this like how does that make you feel like I would I think I would be a bit like uh very much pressured to fit into somewhere that like doesn't necessarily I don't know like <laughs> well yeah I mean it's all in all you know yeah if I I chose acting so I'm familiar with accent and all of that's that. That's true, that's true. But, so, yeah, I'm okay with that. It's just, I wish that there were maybe, like, more roles for uh, someone from Europe, Eastern Europe, and, you know, these kind of countries. Um, so, yeah, the, the more, it's more about opportunities. I can do, I can do some accents, but it will be great to have also some opportunities in my own, mm. um, because it's probably going to be the best, no matter how much I master other accents. Right. Um, yeah, so it's more like that kind of <laughs> feeling. But then, yeah, I'm. That's why I'm creating my now now my own work. Mm. The, I can express myself without these limitations. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. I was very very inspired by Lin Manuel Miranda, who wrote Hamilton in the Heights. Um, yeah, yeah, we love him so much. But he, his philosophy was very much very similar. 
because he comes from Puerto Rico, from a Latin background, and he was like, hey, hang on a minute, there's no musical theatre roles for people like me. Like, it doesn't exist, so he had to create it. And I do feel like it, within musical theatre specifically, and but I suppose broader theatre, uh, is that there is that push for inclusivity. And I feel like that's we're heading in the right direction. What do you think? Yes, I mean, I like to think, and it's it's people like like that who then decide to put on put on the story that wasn't hasn't been told before. Mm. So I think it's these different voices, and obviously there are um, some you know theaters. Um, I think I know about Legal Alien. I think that's the name of this theater. Uh, that's mainly. Uh, female immigrant performers, oh. and there are these these theaters uh, and performers who protect practitioners who tell these stories. And I think, yeah, I think that's great just to have uh, many different voices in mm. in the industry. Well, yeah. Could you talk us through a bit about your process of creating and writing, like? How, mm-hmm. yeah, talk me through your process. Um, so, in my master's, uh, master's in acting for stage and screen, mm. we had this um, final project where through the workshops, we were also learning how to kind of write your own story. And um, it was super creative. Our tutor would bring like different objects different uh, stories and poems and then you would have some time to collect stuff mm. or sometimes it would be random like you would you would um, have a um, random choice of you know some uh, some object and then you would collect these things and then you would have like two minutes to write a story mm. and he would like, time it and uh, this way I was like learning to create because I wasn't normally like you know just <laughs> making a lot of my 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 performances like that yeah. um I was more we were working on a text-based performances contemporary mm. and also um maybe more the other stuff like Shakespeare and all of that uh but this was an opportunity for us to kind of learn to create our stuff and in one of these workshops i i developed this story um and i originally didn't really focus on thinking that i would perform it (laughs) Um, yeah so originally i wrote the story that was actually about um a man in search of search for for love in search for um something that deeply fulfills him Mm. um and um, I had some kind of surreal <laughs> elements in, in it where, where on that journey he lost his life and um, then he was, but he was still able to communicate with the, with his love wow. from the heaven. It was very, like, imaginative. <laughs> um, that was my first kind of story. And then from that story, I, I developed the bloody influencers Mm. which completely is a different story now. Yeah. Um, but in in next workshop, I picked the paper which said 
turn your story into um in so it's connected with twitter mm. and i was like what <laughs> so um somehow i then turned that story i changed it i, I realized well eventually I, I need to perform it because the task was also in the end make a play that's uh, 25 to 30 minutes long. Mm. Um, so I changed the character and I originally wrote, then made, I did the task, I turned it into Twitter, but yeah. I was more connected with the Instagram as a, as a social media. Mm. And then slowly I started creating this character who is, Instagram influencer um, yeah. who's going through so many difficulties in in her life but trying to uh, preserve the perfect image mm. on the social media. So that was the moment when I kind of, when it all kind of clicked and I was like, yes, okay, I am, I now know what, what this story is. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> yeah. Is it a musical? Um, so it's no musical uh, yet, but I I would love to have songs in it Ooh. in future. So in the version that is now, um, there's a lot of music in it, but I I'm not singing. I'm it's more like um, a long longer monologue, if mm. you want to say, uh, with some uh, inter um, kind of multimedia. Um, elements like you know because it's all about social media so you have video recording mm. uh insta live and all these things <laughs> in in place it's kind of very contemporary in that in that sense oh you're gonna um, you're gonna are you actually gonna live stream your show uh i don't know if if it might go maybe some bits i might i might do that i was thinking of that mm. <laughs> um but I also really want to uh, make people come to theater. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe on the last show, I might do that. It will be quite interesting. But I did go live online. Like, I did go Insta Live um, when I was per- performing for a drama school. Mm. Um, I went live as a character. Right. Uh, I created the Instagram for the character as well. And... Um, I went live uh, as Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was done that way. I also recorded that Insta Live and then I used it in performance later on. No, that's awesome. I love that. Oh, <laughs> do you think actors can be influencers? Maybe, obviously, not in the character. <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Daisy's obviously a fictional character. But just on the topic of influencers and because we're actors, like, do you think there's space in the industry for actors to be influencers or do you feel like, because there's this thing like actors would be celebrities, but not every actor's going to be a celebrity, especially if you work in theatre. So do you think there's influencer space for people in this industry? I really like that question. I think it's quite a smart uh, thing to think about because, um, it's easy to separate, you know, if you don't look uh, under the surface. It's easy to just say, oh, these influencers, they are just these, you know, I don't know, fashion, makeup, um, stuff, you know, uh, people who just 
advertise themselves and, and make money off it. Um, but I think that there are people who, who can do both. You know, um, I, I didn't know personally someone who is really that much, I, I never met like in person someone who is that much in being acting and being influencer um, to like to some big extent, you know, like having like really like high number of followers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know kind of, I don't know if you call it micro-influencers. Yeah. I know a few people, yeah, who are, who are um, doing some, some social media work and also acting, performing. Uh, and I think that's more possible. And if that's helpful for, for them, I think, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, I guess, if if obviously people who get I don't know more famous, if they're going to if then as a as an actor maybe they're famous and maybe from there they they also kind of do some influencer work yeah. uh, that that's helpful for people then I believe that that's good. Um, but I mean yeah, if, I think always if there is some some purpose and some some something good in it i i think it's it's good and it, yeah you can do it you can you can do both mm. um but i'm not sure do you think that uh, then then being an influencer um is maybe not as uh appreciated as i don't know being an actor or do you think that's fair <laughs> hmm. I feel like, and I'm going to go a different direction, I feel like actors, because we often rely on having a contract and having a getting cast in something, if that's your sole income, I feel like a lot of actors will have several jobs, like maybe mm-hmm. work at a coffee shop or have like a side hustle. So it's maybe some people, especially in arts and performance, want to turn to putting out content because that there is more space to get income opportunities. And like how I feel like it's quite important for performers to create different streams of income. Yeah, yes. That's true, and that's very true. Um, yeah, I do know some people who do make some, you know, some income from that, and they're also acting. Um, and maybe acting helps them because, you know, through different roles, maybe people see them, and then then they get their audience for their um, social media work, for their work on on Instagram, on on TikTok, mm. on platforms. They manage to get this audience. Um, so in, in a way, it makes sense. I think there is some overlap between uh, what for, for different influencers, what, what it means to be an influencer and an actor because it's such a performative, in a lot of cases, mm. it's like really performative. Um, um, I would say more on TikTok than, than Instagram. Yeah, I would agree but, with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
I always enjoy talking about entrepreneurialism, which is something I wrote my dissertation on. It's basically artists that need to have some sort of entrepreneurial mind on you. Because if you're a creative, you kind of also need to be a bit business minded. And so I always like talking about side hustles and different opportunities mm-hmm. of like where we get our other bits of income to become full-time performers so if you don't mind sharing any side hustles or how you kind of make bits and bobs of money here and there to kind of support the dream yes yeah I I also I mean um I also usually kind of listen to this podcast and um it was really useful for me to hear you know when I started to hear, okay, other actors are having side jobs, that, that's fine, yeah. you know. Um, it's really good to kind of feel connected and um, to know that uh, other people are also having side jobs and that's perfectly mm. fine. The majority of people are. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah. In my case, um, I I think it's, interesting like it depends what makes you happy so in my case I currently work um in London Bridge Experience Mm. um but it's also like uh, it's side hustle but it's also acting job because it's like a care house with a historical scary experiences (laughs) um so yeah we got to be um doctors patients zombies clowns (laughs) <laughs> and you know you get to also perform on daily basis the whole day um so that's what i do and it's simply because i did bec- before i did a lot of um uh, like uh, work in the restaurants and coffee shops and i just wanted to have uh now a side job that that still includes acting that still includes performing yeah, that's very so, smart. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, yeah, a that's what I, I, that's, yeah, that's what that's would be my sort of uh, kind of uh, idea to share with others that if you want to have a side job that is still acting, there are in London at least there are so many uh, events, immersive experiences that still they they really need actors there. Mm. And it's a great opportunity to um, earn money through your acting. Mm. Is that how you also meet other actors? Like, how have you made your connections in London or across the country? Like, I'm sure you made Mm -hmm. friends and stuff when you were studying as well. Yeah. Um, So, yes, I would say definitely in this kind of uh, job opportunities. Also, a lot of actors uh, work in, in theatre as theatre hosts. I do have that job as well <laughs> because I I do, I do like to have a few jobs. Yeah. And then I can, you know, change between them so I don't get bored with any. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that, I'm like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I would say because I, I do, I go to for different kind of jobs and I, I meet uh, a lot of creative people there mm. uh also obviously drama school and short courses you mentioned i went to uh to central to do uh shakespeare acting course and 
So uh, I always like to go for extra like workshops and trainings, mm. and I always meet people there. Yeah. Uh, there are a lot of events as well. I'm planning to go on one of the uh, rain dance networking events. I haven't been yet, mm. um, but it's something to keep an eye out on. And um, uh, also, there are meetups. Maybe it sounds. Um, Uh, unusual I don't know if that's it but um, when I moved to London I didn't know many people so I went to the meetup and there was a meetup for actors filmmakers um, oh is that is that meetup meetup meetup.com that yeah it's called meetup yeah 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 so I went on that one Um, I found like a meetup for for, uh, people from the industry Hmm. And I was going regularly because that was in my area uh, at that point. And we would play like quizzes about film. Then people would share their their stories with each other. And yeah, and that way I also met um, other people who are having their own projects. And then you hear hmm. from them as well when they are, you know, when anyone needs. Uh, an actor or you know so that that was also good for me yeah uh, but I'm still I would say I'm still learning to to continue networking and meeting more people it hasn't been that long since I am here so mm. like do you think it's important for creative people to build a community oh um, yes I think one of the most important things really because I mean everyone is always saying it's who you know in this industry mm. and I know that, that uh, that's, that's not a new thing to hear but it's really true and I'm, I'm really aware of it and that's one of the reasons why I'm trying to always grow my network yeah um, yeah I, I, I feel mean, like another people find reason, it really hard yeah, to I, build that network I feel like people find it very very <laughs> difficult to find where do I even find these people? Like, I feel yeah. like it happens over time where you go to workshops, like you said, you go to meetups and then that leads someone remembers you from like years ago and they're like, hey, come and join my thing or people remember you and reach out for collaborations. Like, does that happen to you now that you've built your network a bit more in London? Yes. I mean, ever, uh, like actually now before this um, podcast, I received... From that meetup that I mentioned, mm-hmm. I received a DM on Instagram from someone I haven't met on that meetup, but they are new, and maybe someone mentioned me, mm. and they just uh, messaged me. Um, they are looking for someone with acrobatic skills, and uh, maybe someone recommended that I did dance. Um, so I told them you know, what I can do. Um, so they, it looks like they're looking for someone oh uh, gosh, that's for amazing. their project. And so, yeah, it just happened now. Uh, it does it does sometimes, it's not all the time that you know, people message you, but it's possible. And uh, uh, also, if you are, the more projects you do, ironically, because sometimes it's hard to get that first one, <laughs> but yeah. the more projects you do... <laughs> then um, you connect with more people and uh, then if they like you as a person, it's more likely that they would be interested to work with you. 
Yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah, so I feel like we need to round off by hopefully trying to lead people in the right direction of how to find the right network. So please give me your top tip on how to even find people in the bloody first place. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so my top tips uh, would be when, when if you get opportunity to already work somewhere to really be kind to people not just because you need them but because it's nice thing to do uh be helpful uh you know go that extra mile um and then just do something extra that they can remember you <laughs> um it's yeah it's, you can it's good to try to be memorable and yeah. um yeah also uh, confidence is a really big thing so you you got to know um, to how to represent yourself and when you when you are introduced to someone um, it's always easy to show your best self mm. but it's also really important because uh, the first impressions are also when you when you um, when people will like remember you yeah. thanks to that um, so when you're, if you're already in, in some, in the project and in the circles, I think it's really important to be open and confident and ready to, to network. Mm. Yes, you can still be friendly, but it's also, I think it's good to have in mind that, okay, these people are potentially people I could work with mm. as well. Yeah, it's definitely very important to have an open mind when you meet new people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then other thing is like really yeah, going on events, going out. I mean there's stuff online I'm sure as well, but going somewhere in person as well, it's it's such important thing, at least for me. Yeah. Um sometimes even even auditions, uh I managed to you know make friends there. Um but yeah, like different projects, um networking events um meet up um also acting portals as mm. well uh, like mandy one. mandy sometimes they have like a chat uh where you can write a question or people put their own social media mm. uh those and then you can connect with them oh. and through there i'm also one in one of the chats where there are people when you have to do self tapes yeah, I'm in this WhatsApp group with um, uh, several people, and then if you need a steam partner, then you know people do it for each other. Oh wow, really? Uh, for free? Yeah. <laughs> I might need to join this group. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll let you know. I'll let you know. <laughs> <laughs> Link after the yeah. show. Oh no, that's really good. Well, speaking of things that people should do, because. As you said, we need to get out there. If you need to meet new people, I'm sorry, but the only way that you can really do that is to put yourself out there, go to meetups, like Anna said, go out, go see things, go see shows. And speaking of shows that are coming up, <laughs> Anna? Yes. <laughs> what can speaking of the shows. Week, next week. 
Speaking about the show, <laughs> come to see my show. <laughs> Your show? You have a show? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to chat to anyone who comes. And um, we also do Q&A. That's what I really wanted to have, mm. especially for people who want to maybe learn how to how the process was so yeah. they can do their own show. Mm. Um, that's why it was very important for me to, to get that as well. Um, so, um, yeah, I'm inviting everyone really to come to see Bloody Influencers. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, um, and yeah, happy to happy to chat to people after. Um, it's going to be from 7th till 11th February at Baron's Court Theatre. Um, and on 10th, I'm planning this Q&A. The Q&A will be not just me. It will be director and um, collaborative writer as well. So, yeah, um, the play is directed with, uh, by amazing Sofia Zaragoza and um, uh, Ben Mansbridge is... Uh, the writer because the whole process was really like collaboration with, with these two amazing people mm. and okay. that's why we'll have the Q&A so everyone can share their own their own top tips oh, what day is the Q&A? <laughs> uh, Q&A would be then on Friday uh, 10th the 10th right everyone come along to see Bloody Influencers with Anna starring in a London theatre in West Kensington. Yes. Okay, exactly. final closing <laughs> thoughts and where people can find you online. Yes. Um, so, on, in terms of Instagram, <laughs> being an important <laughs> thing, um, you can find me, uh, so Anna Begovic, if you type that, but there are so many. So, I am Annabelle21. Uh, that's my <laughs> uh, Insta name. And I also created Instagram for bloody influencers or the character. And it goes now, I'll say it like she would, um, at Daisy underscore beauty me. <laughs> so that, that's how it goes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, Anna, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really, 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 thank really you. appreciate you. I'm going to put all of your info in the show notes for anyone who wants to come and see or check out the beautiful, lovely Anna. Anna, thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Helena. It's been really great and um, nice to chat with you. Oh, brilliant. Well, have a good rest of your day, all of you listening, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye.